Hello, everybody, and welcome to a Water Cooler Podcast number two. This one, we're going to cover a uh, documentary film and its follow-up uh, titled Tickled. And uh, before we get to our guests, I just want to say a quick disclaimer, uh, and that is we are not judging. Uh, when, we, when we do these podcasts, we don't mean to, to judge anything. We're going to try and look at everything with, a, uh, with an open mind, uh, so we're not yucking anybody's yums, uh, but we will definitely discuss... Uh, our feelings about said yucks or yums um, as they as they pop up. I'm the host, Mike Marbach, and uh, if you could introduce yourself. Uh, I'm Kirsten Lacerda. And I'm Rob O'Neill. Hello. Uh, thanks Hello. for uh, thanks for coming to chat about Tickled. Yeah. yeah. Um, what what interests you about about this? Uh, what interests me about this? Yeah. Uh, I guess just like right off the bat when somebody was like, there's a documentary about competitive tickling. <laughs> just like, I need to understand how you could be, co- I understand like how you could tickle people on a camera, yeah. but I really was interested in like, I was hoping there was going to be more of like the illusion of scorekeeping. Like there was like, I wanted somebody to be like, I'm the winner. Yeah. And there, that didn't come to fruition as we found out. But, um, I wanted to know how you like could keep track of like, who is the tickled king or whatever. Yeah. How does the sport work? Yes. Yeah. Like, how is it? Where's the sport element of it? Like, yeah. I guess it's an endurance sport, but, uh, I mean, then the second I turned the movie on, I was like, oh, this is a sex thing. Yeah. <laughs> it did not surprise me at all. Yeah. Um, but also, or is it? You know, uh, it's, yeah. it's so weird. Um, uh, just the way that the, everything is framed within this, this documentary, but it's like the, the idea of, or the question of how it actually works competition wise uh yeah. is is a good one because it doesn't seem like it was thought out mm-hmm. and people didn't seem very concerned yeah. with yeah. the fact that um there wasn't like a real referee, like a referee. Like, yeah. yeah no no judges when you're tied down which yeah. takes away like the <clears throat> i thought it would be more like who can pin someone in a tickling See, I, I think we could actually make a very interesting tickling sport. Yeah. <laughs> Stand on the shoulders of geniuses. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Rob? Oh, uh, I think I came to it knowing full well that it was going to be a sex thing just because I, I'm interested in, I think just because of my line of work, which is sort of adjacent to porn. Um, <laughs> porn adjacent? It is porn do wanna, adjacent. Do you want to leave that as open as it sounds? I could get into it, but I just think I, I'm always interested in like niche fetishes. Like what are the like, what's the weird, as long as they're like, you know, consensual and sure. everyone's having fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm interested in like what, what, what's the weirdest thing that people are into that like a lot of people are into that like no one talks about. Mm-hmm. Tickling is definitely one of those things and I mm-hmm. knew that. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'd never heard of Jane O'Brien media or any of these, any of this stuff until I saw the documentary. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Uh, do you mind saying like what it is that you do? Right. You don't have to use any specifics or anything. Um, well, no, I can. I work for a uh, TLA video, TLA entertainment group. And we started out, it started out of the TLA theater on South Street in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Uh, back in the seventies, they used to do like midnight movie showings and they were one of the first theaters that showed. Um, like Rocky Horror Picture Show at midnight screenings, um, and, uh, Pink Flamingos, the John Waters movie. They were very influential in getting that eyeballs on that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in the early eighties, they started, uh, they opened a video store at fourth and South and the video store in like the eighties, nineties and two thousands became, it was just well respected for being like, uh, 
you know, it had like great art house films. They had sections organized by director, you know, so it was like for the film connoisseur, their mm. kind of video store. Um, but we also had a huge clientele of gay men and we ran the Gay and Lesbian Film Festival in Philadelphia for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've worked for them for almost 16 years now, uh, since the early 2000s. Um, and we've always, you know, in the 90s and 2000s, our biggest source of revenue was we used to send out these mail order catalogs. And in the mail order catalogs, we had gay themed movies, like little independent films that featured gay and lesbian characters, which is what I still do. That's still my, my specialty. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we also made a ton of money selling gay porn to, um, guys in like, Nebraska or like all over the country that like did not have a cool hip video store to go and rent gay porn in. So, and were deeply closeted or whatever, you know? Um, so we amassed like a huge customer base. And so I've always been, even though I deal with the cinema aspect of it, I've always been like right next to the gay porn. Porn adjacent. Porn adjacent. Exactly. (laughs) There's the explanation for my career. Yeah. I felt like this was Mm. that scene in My Cousin Vinny Mm. where, uh, uh, Marissa Tomei is on the stand and she's going over her qualifications. Mm-hmm. Uh, my father's yeah. a mechanic. His father's a mechanic. Four uncles on my father's side of mechanic. Yeah. Um, it's just, uh, so you're qualified to be here, Rob. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thank you for doing so. Uh, yeah. Any thoughts on the general, as we, uh, Kirsten and I were discussing, the um, competitive nature or lack of competitive nature? I like, would how would be... you react to these things? Uh, well, I didn't know. I guess I've never, I still haven't seen their videos, so maybe there is that we didn't yeah, get to see, like, see a big scoreboard. <laughs> yeah. like, we, we, saw, yeah. we saw the tight shots. We didn't see the zoom right. out of the stadium, I guess. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Sponsors. Tricky, yeah. tricky, biased filmmaking didn't let us see the scorekeeping. <laughs> um, um, all right. So just going, going through some of this, uh, from the start, because one of the taglines of this movie is, if I'm not mistaken, it's not what you think. Mm. Uh, tickled. It's not what you think. And yeah. when I when I watched this, because I think it was you, Rob, who you, Rob, mm. who um, kind of tipped people, at least me, off to this to this um, documentary. Um, so that I, I didn't really necessarily know too much going in. Um, even having watched it, still would not have expected mm-hmm. what was going on. Uh, so going over this, as um, uh, this is reporter. Um, they call him New Zealand's favorite pop culture reporter, um, David Farrier. Uh, and he stumbles upon this, um, tickling video and is, is starting to kind of research it. And he contacts the makers of it, Jane O'Brien Media, um, and, uh, is rebuffed with extreme prejudice. Yeah. Um, he just wants to, uh, reach out and interview them. Cause he, th- he's just, he, as he says, he kind of made his career on like quirky, quirky stories, um, reaches out to them and then they respond with, um, uh, pretty horrible shit. Yeah. Yeah. Very quickly and repeatedly, like not even just one time, but just, yeah. 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 And to me, like, I was like that well going back to like the tagline i don't know maybe i'm just like very insightful and i had heard some things from people but it the whole movie was exactly what i thought like i don't feel like i was ever really surprised <laughs> at what was going on but uh, i'm also just very cynical but uh i thought um the biggest red flag right away was like okay to send one email like oh we don't want any like gay people involved yeah. in this tickling ring like this is a sport of pride or whatever 
And, but then to like keep unsolicited, like sending another email and another yeah. email, like, and we really do hate you. And we really, and I was like, oh, this is like a man who hates himself. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I like, because yeah. I was like, there's no hot blonde chick out there just like loving tickling videos <laughs> of like athletic young men. Um, I, so I kind of felt like that it, it was very clear, like, oh, this is like a very self-loathing person Yeah. because why would you keep being like so anti-gay when, as the reporter himself points out, it's kind of like a little bit of the gayest thing ever. Like, <laughs> it's like, dude, it's like <laughs> just like softly tickling each other. Like, yeah. T- so yeah, that was kind of my yeah first like what's going on i think he could have gotten away with it too if he just said Not like those meddling kids, <laughs> those meddling kids. <laughs> yeah. well if he would have said like i could see so david farrier reaches out and he's like hey i'm from new zealand i write quirky exposés yeah. or whatever i could see he could have sent a response that was like hey i get what you do but like this is our thing this is our yeah. lifestyle we don't yeah. want to be made a joke of yeah then they probably would have dropped yeah. it yeah but instead he went like super homophobic which is like no one even mentioned anything yeah. You're like zero to ten. Yeah. Yeah, it was very defensive. Isn't that kind of like what they call the, uh, a bit the, or I guess it's, it's Streisand effect. The Streisand effect or Streisand effect adjacent, uh, if you will. And that's, uh, that goes back to, uh, long ago when I think they wanted photos of her, um, doing something. Mm -hmm. Uh, not like nothing, nothing like dirty, but like, uh, it was either like a marriage or her house or something like that. Uh, and she went out of her way to cover them, cover like, not have them be seen uh and the story of her covering up just blew everything else up yeah uh was that because of her the shopping mall in her basement she got a shopping mall in her yeah basement? she does yeah. that's a whole thing it's got like a doll store yeah. and like an ice cream parlor that she pays somebody to work yeah there's like employees down there it's so barbara can go shopping and like no one else is there <laughs> holy <laughs> yeah uh, I wonder if she's got like one of those like CVS minute clinics down there. She can get her blood pressure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, she's waiting. Yeah. Oh man, I gotta look into that. So an ice cream parlor? Yeah, there is an ice cream parlor. Yeah, yeah. like a like an old timey soda fountain. There's like a dress shop. I like. I think it's mostly a way for her to show off like the things she owns. Like there's like a doll store, but she wants to feel like she's. Because, you know, if she goes out in public, she'll just be absolutely surrounded because yeah. everybody in 2019 loves Barbara Streisand. But, uh, yeah. There was a, most beautiful woman in the world. So weird. There was a one-man show starring Michael Yori on somewhere in New York where he played the, I guess, the guy who works down there who, like, yes, must switch hats depending <laughs> on what story you're in. But, yeah, it, it sounded interesting. Is it one person that just... Uh, I, I don't know for sure, but yeah, I'm sure. I that. hope there's like a, at least four or five people. Down <laughs> yeah. There. Just, just working the different areas. And I just, I, I want their story. Mm-hmm. I want to hear what they have to say about things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe she's making them tickle each other. <laughs> <laughs> and it all goes back. Uh, yeah. yeah. So if they would have just said, no thanks. Yeah. Well, there we wouldn't have been be a documentary. About, yeah, we wouldn't be they, talking about this yeah. right now. Worst case scenario, they would have said, oh, they said no thanks. I'm still just going to write like this little like blog piece. Like, oh, like, what is this? And it would have faded. Mm. But yeah. by like going nuclear so soon, it's like, well, now I kind of need to know. Like, yeah. yeah. What's wrong with you? Well, this seems a bit old. Yeah. I have to look on this old. one. Huh? Uh, yeah. So Dylan, um, which is uh, David's editor or just co-producer. I'm, I'm not sure. Um, Dylan and David. Uh, start to dig into uh, Jane O'Brien Media and find that uh, they um, own th- just about 300 different domains that are all tickling related. Um, and I, I didn't get to, but I wanted to see if I could get a list of all of those domains. Um, 
because <laughs> I'm sure there's some gold in there. Mm. Uh, and it's they thought that it was based all in America, but it was kind of um, owned a bit by this uh, Niederdietzen, uh, if I'm saying that correctly, a company in Germany. Yeah. Um, Least so, surprising thing for Germany to be involved yeah, in. <laughs> oh, yeah. they're behind the tickling stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Those weirdos. Uh, I'm sure it also goes back to some... Um, Hiding the money in Switzerland yeah. or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Um, yeah, so they're looking into it and they're drawing more attention. So uh, they're shining a light on this. Story blows up a little bit, uh, and Dylan and David decide to make tickled. Um, uh, they very quickly get sued uh, by this one lawyer, Romeo Salta, uh, who, as they point out, defended a Canadian porn star who chopped someone up and then mailed their body parts to politicians. I know. And right there, I wished I was watching that movie. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, this is so... Like, the tickling thing... Again, like, I, I don't know. I, the second they showed the tickling video, I was like, oh, if somebody walked in right now and saw me watching this, they would think I was, like, watching something sexual because it so clearly is. Yeah. And then they were like, oh, there's this story about a porn star who chopped somebody up and mailed him to politicians. I'm like, Tell, go on about that. <laughs> Like, what's the story there? Yeah, that is a... <laughs> I, I, that's another thing I want to look into. Um, also... What's that story? I'm just curious. How many porn stars are Canadian? I don't know why that... Um, the politest porn <laughs> yeah, stars right. ever. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. I'm yeah. sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, one of the things you just mentioned, Kirsten, was um, uh, just about the, the money. Um, and one of the things that they mentioned later on, so I'm skipping ahead, uh, is... The uh, fact that they the videos cost so much to produce, but they didn't really have any idea of like money coming in. Yeah, yeah. So they're spending thousands and thousands of dollars, but they're unsure how they're actually like making, making money, money off of this. Yeah. Um, do you remember anything from the documentary of them um, talking at all about that? Uh, any any little bit of um, income they- that's coming in? Well, they do address it in the end, and they basically say, like, there's, yeah, not, there's, there's really it's not a concern. There. Yeah. He's it's a millionaire. Not to skip too far ahead, but it's part of a private collection, yeah. pretty much. It's not really mass entertainment. Yeah. 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 And it's also specific. Like, I've seen other tickling videos. Mm-hmm. Normally, like, where the people, like, both people are enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's the people who enjoy this fetish making a video of this fetish. Mm-hmm. And it usually does turn, like, it's more sexual than this. Like, I don't know... I mean, I guess there's a market for these specific videos, but they also seem so weird yeah. and tame. The guys are not enjoying themselves. Like, yeah. they all look like, this is ridiculous. Well, I think that's, like, yeah. what the guy... I mean, spoiler that's alert. That's what he likes. I think that's what he likes, because yeah. that was sort of... I think he's, like, an extreme, like, masochist, and I think what he gets off on is humiliating these people. Yeah. And I think, like, if you found a bunch of, like, gay youths who were willing to do it, it, it wouldn't be as humiliating. Right. Because it would be, like, it's consensual, so it's, it's like, that pretend yeah. humiliation where it's, like, oh, like, you're whipping me and I don't like it, but yeah. they do. So I think he liked finding these, like, boys who sort of pride themselves on being, like, athletes and, like, men's men and being, like, what can I make you do and then how can I control you? They're embarrassed. Yeah. Is what's fun mm-hmm. for him. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And for them, uh, as we'll see, there's no real way out. Yeah. Um, well, and his enjoyment just always keeps happening mm-hmm. um, the more they try. <clears throat> All right. So uh, David doesn't have the money to fight these um, uh, lawsuits, so he's getting a little worried. Uh, and then Jane O'Brien Media says that they're flying three different people out from New Zealand to meet with David. Um, didn't tell them the flight, but uh, did say the day, so he just kind of 
waited at the airport. Waits at the airport, yeah. which he does. Like he, like later on when he's waiting for yeah. David yeah. outside of the um, <clears throat> uh, um, his house. I thought it was really weird. The guy who wanted to keep the sign, like yeah. he's he's holding a sign that's like you know welcome Jamie O'Brien Media and the name of the people and like the guy's first reaction like he loves it. Yeah, and he like wants to keep the sign. And I was just I don't know. There was something weird about that where it's like oh I'm here like on this like aggressive like. But it's like he seemed flattered. Like maybe no one's ever loved this guy either. Like who, yeah. these three people were like very confusing to me. Like yeah. yeah, oh for sure. I think I have the one guy pegged a little bit. Which one? The older guy. I forget his name. Kevin? Older Kevin. Kevin. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, because it seems like he does have a history in gay porn. Um, so I think his anger and the reason that he doesn't want them to dig too much further is because it's it, it seems his argument is like this is not pornographic. Um, and if you say it is, that's liable or whatever, mm-hmm. and we're going to sue you like crazy. Um, I think his issue is that they do say at a certain point that some of these kids are underage. Um, cause mm-hmm. remember the one guy in the tickle cell is like, we had, you know, he was 17 years old. His parents mm-hmm. found out. So I think that's probably why he's so full of bluster is yeah. because he's walking a very fine line, you sure. know? So I don't yeah. know. Maybe. But yeah, that makes sense. Either way, they're very upset when they get to the airport. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it makes sense. <clears throat> and another reason they might want to keep that sign uh, is any <laughs> evidence. Oh yeah, <laughs> just like oh, that's really nice. Can I have that? And then he starts shoves it in a shredder. Yeah, um, yeah, uh, yeah. And they're acting, they're acting a little, little shady, a little mm-hmm. goofy, a little mm-hmm. very dodgy, as we were just saying. Um, Kevin's freaking out about, uh, them recording and David is just like, well, it's, you know, kind of, it's okay because we're, it's in New Zealand. It's all right. Um, uh, he he says, we're not going to have a good time if you do this. Um, (laughs) yeah. So the guys are Kevin, Marco and Adam, uh, that show up and we see them a little later on too. Uh, Adam is the guy that just looks terrified by the, the whole encounter. Um, and Marco is one of the friendlier ones mm-hmm. of the of the three. He's the one who wants the sign. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, yeah. He's into it. Yeah, he's like, I love this. <laughs> yeah. So they're saying they don't want any cameras at the first first meeting. We don't want to talk on camera because we can't control the spin. Um, they go on to say that they never met uh, Jane or anybody from Jane O'Brien Media. They're just contacted, uh, and that's normal. People in those sorts of positions uh, want a firewall between uh, them and uh, you know the the business of things. Um, and starts more or less like softly threatening, like in uh, a kind of mob-like way, uh, which they do throughout this. Like, um, you know, it's a you got you're doing okay here. Yeah. It's a shame if something happened. Yeah, you got a family. Like, <laughs> yeah. it'd be, I'd hate to see his life be ruined if something yeah. were to happen. Yeah. yeah. He says at one point, uh, "If you want to stick your face in the blast furnace, oh, that's your yeah. you know." Yeah. He sounds like a Ned Beatty in Network. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. All right. So whatever you're going to do, make sure it's worth the trouble. Jane is going to put you through. Um, and, uh, Kevin is defending, um, Jane O'Brien media and continues to generally freak out. Um, so they meet up on the street, uh, and David hides a, uh, camera inside a coffee cup and we get somebody's crotch for the majority of that, of that (laughs) scene. Um, it's a but, metaphor. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, and the gist there was just that, um, more of the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's one critique I do have of the movie is that there is a, a good amount of, um, retelling of some of the same yeah. information mm-hmm. throughout. So it could have been a little bit shorter. It's besides the point at the moment. <clears throat> um, yeah. So he's saying that he's going to, 
uh, or at least they are kind of saying that uh, David plans to kind of take a step back from this. Mm-hmm. Um, he's getting a little worried. You know, it, it, that's probably a pretty good idea. If Dylan, if Dylan wants to keep uh, coming at us and, and, and prying and poking, um, then D- Dylan will be dealt with accordingly if you distance yourself. Um, so again, weird mob-like threats. Um, so they, they move away since they've decided that Kevin, Adam, Jane O'Brien Media in general are not going to uh, engage with them and actually discuss anything of, of substance. So they start trying to track down the different actors, uh, if I may, uh, in those in those videos. And they meet up with one uh, TJ, um, who just talk, tells a story. He needed the money. Didn't know what it's for, but hopefully it never gets out. It got out. Yeah. yeah it, it, it got out. In very <clears throat> personal ways. Yeah. Too. yeah. Yeah. Just like the attacks uh, on David, the reporter, um, Actually, and, and much more so too, because there's there's different videos and and things. So they um, uh, like contacting his family and like contacting yeah. like his <clears throat> sports teams, and it's just so so defensive, like mm-hmm. the amount of defensiveness, like, like and cruel. Yeah, like, it's when well, uh, that's a little farther, but the cards that he sent to that other guy later. Yeah, on. but we'll we'll talk about mm-hmm. that. But yeah, uh, and the reason this got out is because uh, this guy TJ was like, um, I. I'm going to ask YouTube to uh, to take, take these take these down. down. Mm-hmm. Uh, these are unauthorized uh, being posted. Uh, so YouTube does, and then, yeah, all hell breaks loose. Um, Kuhn is on the loose. Judy Kuhn, is that her name? Debbie. Debbie Kuhn. Debbie Kuhn. Uh, Debbie Kuhn, um, just another one of many aliases um, made up people um, that are dealing with this. Um, yeah. So I mean, the thing like, I, I really didn't get about, again, like this person's clearly unstable, because I'm like, it's it's another one of those moments where like, okay, he asked for this one video to be taken down. Just like let it go. Yeah. And and just be like, oh, okay, sure. Because you've got so many other people like lining up to do these tickling mm-hmm. videos. Like, because there's always going to be desperate people, desperate for money. But I think it just goes back to like, this guy is just control. Like, that's what he gets off on. That's like what he needs. And it's like, oh, you dare like cross me. Like, mm-hmm. I'll ruin your life. And so like he was looking forward to it. Yeah, like that he's like, "Oh, point. goody." Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um the other thing I would I think I would have liked from the doc more interviews with more actors. Oh, for sure. Cuz there's a lot of actors in those videos and they only we really only hear from two, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Um but I can't really fault them. Like it's it's horrible to be personally right. attacked like that, but yeah. they were paid like two thousand, three thousand mm-hmm. yeah. dollars to like do a pretty stupid, pretty harmless tickling video. Yeah. Like I can I can justify that choice to just yes. about anybody. Mm-hmm. Like I would tell my grandparents about like, hey, and they'd be like, Where where is this? Can we do it? Yeah. You know? Like that's good money. So I don't think they have anything to really be ashamed about, except for the lies and things that he yeah. makes up. So. Uh, yeah, I think it's more just like these, uh, most of these guys are like MMA fighters, like football players. And I think they just are personally very embarrassed because it's like, oh, like you got tickled, man. I, again, like when I say it, it just seems like it doesn't. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. And then like the one guy wants to be a football player, the guy mm-hmm. we talked to. And it's like, oh, I mean, he speculates that the reason he didn't make it in the major football league is because right. of the tickling videos. Yeah. I question that. That seems like kind of crazy. Um, just, you know, knowing the NFL puts up with all sorts of bad yeah, press. We're like, this guy's being tickled. Yeah. Like yeah, that's yeah. a bridge Drug too abuse, far. Spousal abuse. Yeah. Uh, some guy like killing through his girlfriend on a pile uh, of guns or whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, the tickling is too much. Yeah. So, but too we didn't. Far. Yeah. So I, I would have liked a little bit more, like you said, mm. from the actors, maybe a little bit more like, 
I don't know, even like somebody else being like, yeah, when I learned that, that's when the decision was made. It kind of seemed like he was speculating. Yeah. Um, and also, if he did lose like a shot with the NFL, this guy, the guy who went after him was also calling him a child molester. Yeah. He was also calling him like, all that. sorts of things that he wasn't. Yeah. You know, it wasn't just the tickling video. It was like, yeah. look, if he does this, what else was is he going to do? Up to? Yeah. It's like, you commissioned this, asshole. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, which it's just adds tickling. to the oddness of mm. all of this. Um, yeah. <clears throat> all right. So they uh, they locate the spot for the next quote unquote competition shoot, um, and Kevin shows up. Kevin, our um, uh, more freaked out of, of of people that we're meeting. Yeah, Kevin was like afraid. Yeah. Mm. Um, uh, at one point, they leave the door open. David kind of heads in, and you see, I think it was Adam, the one who's typically, as we've seen, a little more terrified of any moments like oh, yeah, this, um, just basically says, oh, my God. Um, and uh, they can't get Kevin, Marco, or Adam, can't get any competitors to talk. Um, and they're also concerned, uh, justly, uh, that they will make things worse for people that have kind of gotten beyond this. Mm-hmm. Um, so just like we were saying, like, Rob, you can't blame any of the people that don't want to come, uh, don't want to come forward. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, cause yeah, if they've, if they've, if Sauron's eye, so to speak, was, <laughs> was off of them, they don't necessarily need that to bring spotlight back, back yeah. on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Contacts, uh, Richard, um, I couldn't remember this guy's name, um, but he makes, Tickling video. Oh, this guy was my favorite. And he's happy to I, do so. I love this guy. He's just like, yeah, this is what I do. I tickle people and I make mad money and mm-hmm. I love it and deal with it. Like that's, I, so I like, I, and I don't, and I guess this also brought up the biggest question to me, which was I don't understand why this couldn't be the case across the board. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. why does it need to be shady? They weren't doing anything <clears throat> illegal. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, the harassment, the blackmail, like probably like is definitely, but mm-hmm. what, I mean, God, there's people who do porn in, in that it's like disturbingly graphic, but yeah. it's consensual and it's legal and you can watch it on the internet. So it's like you're making tickle videos. Like, why yeah. does it need yeah. to be like a secret, like multi-layer? There's tickle cells and like, yeah. I just did, it was like, it was like so dramatic. <clears throat> Tom Clancy's tickle cell. Yes. Oh, I would watch that. <laughs> Uh, um, I think. Oh, go ahead, Rob. Well, I was. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that the movie has a sex positive representation of this like niche fetish. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, there was a little bit like David's reaction watching him kind of like blush and smile as he's watching this guy be tickled. I was like, all right, get over it. <laughs> you didn't wander in here like you knew where yeah. you were coming today. <laughs> go to know? the tickle house. Yeah. Um, I think that was just to like. I don't know, kind of give, like, whoever was a little bit skeptical that's maybe watching the movie a little bit of comfort that, like, yeah, it's weird, but it's, like, it's not that weird. No. Compared to most fetishes, this is very Pony innocent. play? Yeah. yeah <laughs> like, right. come yeah. on. Like, um, it's like, it's almost I, beautiful. The, he, totally, yeah. And the actor, too, uh, was, like, a professional. He's a porn star. He's like, yeah, yeah it's, it's fun. It's good. It's the yeah. easiest job he's ever had. Yeah. Like, I, yeah, if I were a porn mm-hmm. star, I'd be, I'd get into the tickle angle. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Be better than some stuff. Yeah, to uh, Kirsten's point, I think that one of the reasons why this may have been all below the surface and not just, like, have David D'Amato out there screaming about it Mm. is they do mention uh, his father is a founder of one of the bigger law law firms or Mm -hmm. brokerage, whatever they... Something on Wall Street. Um, So it could have come from um, uh, a general... Not, not not respect, but fear. Yeah. Uh, that um, anything besmirching the family name 
uh, could be a yeah. could be a problem. So um, yeah, they only talk very they talk very little from the perspective of a relative, one of the few remaining relatives, I think they say, or that yeah. they could find about David's childhood um, and how he was, you know, picked on a lot of the, those sorts of um, things that are that are typical in different stories. Um, uh, so he could have just been scared to do it in the oh, anonymity yeah. of the internet, mm-hmm. uh, especially in the, at almost the start of the internet, because this is going back into the mid nineties. Yeah. Think. Um, as soon as the internet was available, this guy figured out like, how can I use this to see people? Like, yeah. Tickle appetite. Yeah. Like yeah. the passion for it, like yeah. goes beyond. Like, I think, I think that's something that's like, they didn't explore as much, like, I guess, cause they couldn't really talk to the guy, but like, it's one thing to like have a fetish and like, usually I think that's like a very like, not like maybe beyond even like a tertiary part of who you are. Mm-hmm. But like this guy, like this is who he is and like this is like all he thinks about. Mm-hmm. I mean, it must be because he's running this like tickle empire. Yeah. So it's like the, the level of like focus. Mm-hmm. I, so like, I definitely like, I believe he's got like some problem certainly mm-hmm. because like to let it dominate your life is just not healthy and. He's also given plenty of opportunity to show any other side of himself. Yeah. That's what this whole movie is. <laughs> like, is them r- trying to find him, reach out and be like, would you please talk to us? We're desperate to know anything else about you. Yeah. And he's like, uh, you clearly don't understand the law. It's all bluster. Yeah. And it doesn't make any sense. And it's, you know, just. Yeah, I think he's got a lot of self-loathing. I I Mm -hmm. think he like definitely hates Mm -hmm. himself, and I think that's part of like his knee-jerk reaction um, to the to David Mm -hmm. when he's like, "This isn't gay. It's not gay. There's nothing Mm -hmm. gay here. Why would you think it's gay?" And just Mm -hmm. like every day emailing, like, "I can't believe you think this is gay." And it's Mm -hmm. like, dude, like, methinks the lady doth protest too much. (laughs) Like, I think you really hate yourself (laughs) and uh, are just trying to pretend like that's not the case, or Mm -hmm. this is just this is just good old-fashioned tickling. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So he's been doing this, uh, since the nineties because they talked to this Richard guy, uh, who's doing the above board tickling, uh, biz, um, and tickling people with electric toothbrushes. Yeah. I think I saw a whisk in there. Um, things that I would not want to be tickled with. Um, and, uh, he talks about his time on how he started getting into tickling. Mm-hmm. And he remembers this Terry DeSisto mm-hmm. uh, posting on AOL forums, always the same sorts of things. We're looking for young athletic um, for tickling, tickling videos. Um, and then videos started popping up. And I love that they showed this shot of, uh, it's like when I picture my old, like my first computer, I picture what they showed, which is um, a real player, not with a tickling video on it, uh, <laughs> but with like something real player. And then like that, greenish background mm-hmm. and like these big icons it's just the old computer oh yeah there was a lot of like computer stuff nostalgia for me in this mm-hmm. movie like just like remember being a kid and being like oh aol like <laughs> yeah yeah and just like the grainy video so i thought that was kind of charming mm-hmm. uh, i was just watching um how, I'm, I'm not even sure how to say the title is it penis or is it called pen 15 oh, i haven't Hulu. seen it i don't know <laughs> i have no idea it's on hulu it's a series it's a comedy series um and it takes place in about 2000. Mm. Uh, so there's a lot of that. Yeah. Uh, AOL, shots of AOL and chat rooms and, uh, when they're talking about like the, the presence, the boy, like he sends to like the young guys to like butter them up. And it's like, Ooh, like a CD player. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, people yeah. used to have CD players. 45 second skip control. Oh yeah. Um, 
Hmm. All right. Uh, yeah, so uh, this Richard guy talks about Terry DeSisto. He's been doing this for a long time. Um, and then they we meet up with this one producer, uh, mm-hmm. Dave Starr. Uh, started producing these videos for Terry. Um, they were looking for people from between the eight, ages of 18 to 23 and said it was for a private collection. Um, and then he talked about these different stages of the auditions that he would do. Te- stage one is test tickles and questions. Stage two is tied to a table and flipped over every 15 minutes. Uh, stage three, competitive tickling uh, slash tickle wars, uh, mass production, massive productions. Um, and he talked about these massive productions, which when they cut to it, it was just like three people in a hotel room. Yeah. Um, seemingly one camera. So I guess that's a massive production. I didn't see any lighting crews or anything. Yeah, no, it was a massive production. <laughs> yeah. The tickling. Yeah. The only thing massive is how much they, the kid, the boys were paid. Yeah. And yeah, how the much, and all the gifts that yeah. like one kid got sent a car just because yeah. he was a redhead, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was like a car and something like, Thirty thousand dollars. Yeah, it's yeah. insane. So, you know, some guy out there got like caught up in some hardcore. Like, I did something I'm so ashamed of for like ten grand, and it's like mm-hmm. I could have just been tickling. Like, mm-hmm. just feels like such a moron that he wasn't like just tickled. I killed a man. He yeah, his <laughs> life, but I got paid thirty grand. Yeah. <laughs> 30 grand. Oh, These boys are being tickled. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I uh, yeah. <clears throat> uh, Dave Starr is going through. Um, his different letters and talking about his experience and he continued doing these videos for Terry, um, even though she was uh, hospitalized with, with mono, uh, which we learned later, uh, was not hospitalized with mono so much as in prison um, mm-hmm. and unable to, uh, not allowed to do different things. Um, and I don't know if you noticed, but the handwriting, uh, it was um, well, kind of slanted to the left. Mm. Which I don't know what that says about people, but I've seen people uh, right. I'd, I'd like to know which hand um, David D'Amato, uh, which which is his predominant hand, um, because I've seen people handwrite with um, their right hand but slant to the the left. I don't know if I'm making mm. a bigger deal out of this. No, thing. no. There's like a whole field of like handwriting study. I like I don't I don't really know much about it, but uh, he he had a very feminine hand. I thought like I thought mm. his handwriting was very like girlish like it reminded me of like the notes that like you you know get passed in like high school and stuff Mm -hmm. so i like i mean i'm not gonna i don't know what that means but if you're talking about his handwriting it like i believed it was a woman's handwriting like Mm -hmm. if that if there is a difference between men it's because it was very like curly and fonty and like so sorry like with like multiple o's and there was like a lot of like smiley faces and stuff Mm -hmm. which i know women are more prone to use Mm -hmm. like things like emojis and things like that so Yeah. I don't know. It's the guy, I'm, the guy's a mystery wrapped in an enigma, wrapped in a tickling boy. Like, I, I'm more curious about the, just the mechanics of people that can write right-handed, but, oh, slant, but slanted backwards. Slanted it, yeah. Just technically. Um, yeah. It just, um, I don't know. It's a little weird to me. Um, but again, if that's their thing, that's their thing. Uh, right. Uh, so they started releasing these videos without consent. And that's where this guy, Dave kind of freaks out, not freaks out, but just kind of says he's basically done with this. Um, and then they register domain names with, uh, the names of the actors and then start putting all these videos online. Um, and they kind of interview, uh, quickly as one person who was, uh, again, exposed online. Um, they registered, it would be like registering 
MikeMorbeck.com, which you can't because I got it. Um, Smart. And then just uh, putting, some putting up a bunch of tickling videos. Yeah, the thing I didn't understand about this is like, I can't believe that with all the like litigiousness, he, I guess he's good at targeting people who don't have a lot of resources. Mm-hmm. But I can't believe not one person was like, this is against the law. You can't send death threats. You can't extort right. people. Like no one attempted at all. And I don't know if that's like the, sh- cause again, it would have been great if they'd interviewed more people. Like, is it the shame? Like you don't want it to go any further or like, are you legitimately like afraid of this guy? Like mm-hmm. that was kind of confusing to me because beyond the fact of like, he was threatening people and then he was like releasing videos and he was like contacting people. Like he, he never like, that we saw like actually like came out and like broke somebody's legs or anything like that. And I'm not excusing like, Oh, well, but he wasn't, you know, he was a monster, but he wasn't a true monster. Yeah. Um, I'm just surprised not a single person was like, you know, well, fuck you. Like yeah. if you're going to come after me, I'm going to the police and like, I'm going to like bring this up yeah. to somebody. He definitely wasn't being best. Yeah. Um, at all. No, he's a terrible person. Let me <laughs> make sure I'm very clear about that. I'm not defending him. Uh, so this guy, Dave, stops the videos. Terry freaks out um, and starts sending him postcards and messages. Uh, and the phone thing he called the phone blaster. Oh, yes. You that phone message from this? Yeah. Um, this is you a have, you British You have been robot. identified <laughs> as a known associate of known homosexual uh, mm. David Starr. What, David horny Starr. and hooked yeah. nose? Yeah. Yeah. Horny <laughs> and hooked nose. Just like over and over again, like... That was the best insult they could come up with. Um, yeah. Yeah, multiple times. Yeah. Horny hook nose. Like, uh, this person's, like, scrapbooking. Like, they're like some of those cards looked, like, handmade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> wow, you're, like, a serial killer almost. Like, what is this? Yeah, that was part of the fun, because once a week on schedule, he would start sending this guy, like, decorative cards about his dead brother. <laughs> yeah. Um, and about how, you know, the wrong one died. Sending cards to this guy's mother about mm-hmm. how, like, I bet you wish it was, you know, your living son that died and the other one was still alive. Like, yeah. how fucking horrible and below the belt to send <laughs> yeah. to. Like, yeah, a nice unless, old lady. Unless her mom was Denethor. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, right. Uh, in your pose. Please <laughs> your uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, so one thing I noticed about these letters, uh, is that they were coming certified mail. Mm-hmm. Uh, so David was paying, uh, not just, you know, for a first class stamp yeah. to get it there, but paying to know that it was 100% mm-hmm. received or signed for. Uh, well, I think that's the true fetish here. I don't think, I think tickling is like, um, just a, I can't remember the word, but I think tickling is just like a front. A I think facade. that the, it's a facade. I think the real fetish that this man has and the reason he's like so protective of it is control. Mm. If it was tickling, he would be like the guy who does the tickling videos. It would right. be like, it would be like, yeah, like I do tickling. Like I don't want to talk about it. Like, yeah, it's weird. And it's, you know, he's rich, but he, there's plenty of rich people with weird stuff going on right. that they just keep private. But, like, this guy needs control. I think that's the true fetish. Yeah. And that's why he's so protective of it. Because mm-hmm. um, once it's exposed and everyone thinks he's a freak, it's going to be hard to, like, control people. Because everyone's laughing at him. And that's the like that's the opposite of control. It's like, yeah, you're yeah. a laughing stock. Yeah. So, <clears throat> that's why he has to get it certified. Because he has to know. He has to, he has to... I'm sure he gets that, like, report. Like, it arrived. And I'm sure it's just, like, feels so good for him to know. And then what, though? He masturbates furiously. To the on-screen confirmation. Yeah, to the on-screen confirmation. Like, oh, yeah, he's reading it. Just entering my tracking number. <laughs> <laughs> hold, hold, it to- hold it together, David. <laughs> hold it together. 
16 numbers? <laughs> oh, man. Again, if, uh, if masturbating to uh, tracking numbers and uh, read receipt receipts uh, is your thing. Uh, I got judging. some packages to mail, but I don't want to pay postage on them. It's going to be This is sponsored by Stamps.com. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You like mailing stuff, but hate going to the post office. It's like Stamps.com. Yeah. Because you can't masturbate in a U.S. postal office. Uh, not without consequences. Um, <clears throat> all right. Uh, so, the at this point in the story... Uh, they are starting to connect this Terry DeSisto character from the 90s and Jane O'Brien Media. Like, oh, this sounds a whole lot like what's happening now. What's, mm-hmm. What happened with this DeSisto person? Mm-hmm. Uh, and they meet up with this guy, <coughs> excuse me, to interview Hal Karp, uh, investigated this story in the 90s. And the, he basically says what we already know about this uh, this person, um, uh, that they hate being told no, like you're saying, it's stuff about control, um, and threatens to make life hell. Um, going so far as to saying that they will shut down the computer system and pin it on you. Um, and they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the one that I really wanted a little bit more info on. Yeah. Uh, is this apparent a cyber attack mm-hmm. on Drexel University? Yeah. Um, seemingly, at least for the way that they're kind of painting it, brought on by David? Yes. Yeah, it's, I think it was an e- I think it was email bombs where you're just constantly sending emails to the servers. Yeah, well, yeah they um, said it was a denial of service attack, which yeah. is just you send so much traffic to the website it like breaks it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but how? I mean, he's got the money as we he's we paying know. somebody to yeah. do it. Yeah, yeah. Um, Russian troll farm probably. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but yeah, again, it just seems like wow, like. I don't know, maybe the confidence that he's gotten away with it for so long. Cause I'm like, now you're really like, you know, you're getting the FBI involved. And I think that was yeah. his ultimate downfall when he mm-hmm. ended up in jail. Cause like, yeah. now you go from just like, eh, you're like harassing like these like poor people, which is not a good thing. Yeah. But you know, no one's going to pay attention to that. Cause that's just, you know, the way things work. But the second you start like contacting the White House, yeah. mm-hmm. now it's like, well, now like <laughs> we can't just let this go. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, uh, there was a, um, yeah, Drexel University here in Philadelphia, by the way. Um, we should try to reach out to somebody, somebody there. Yes. Do you remember? Um, get them to do study hall or something. The old uh, tell us a couple of stories. Like this, uh, Deborah Skablyonkov. Love her. She's yeah. my favorite she good, in the movie. Right? She's my favorite character. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who is basically <laughs> enjoying all of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, just to, just, in awe of it, uh, and seeing that it never really stopped and is just going on. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, she's she, just enjoying it. Her and this, what's the other guy's name? Hal, Hal Carp. Hal Carp. Yeah, yeah. They're the two, two, two different journalists basically figured out about David mm-hmm. D'Amato. Yeah. Um, and wrote about it. They don't seem to have followed up, like, cause there's moments where the, Tickled filmmakers present her with new evidence, and she's like, oh, yeah. you're kidding. Like, yeah, she's not she's been following it. this yeah. since. But they wrote pretty compelling articles yeah. and that actually finally got him in trouble. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, shout out to uh, Deborah Skoblyankov. Uh, I'm going to try to reach out to her. Uh, yeah, so uh, the guy was uh, doing videos, wanted to stop when he went to school, DeSisto freaked out, and that's where they do the, um, the email bombs, I guess, to get Drexel. Um, Deb had chats with Terry, uh, DeSisto, uh, on AOL, just going back and forth. Um, and Hal then got a hold of this zip file. Mm. Um, and it had a whole bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. And all he says about how he got this was 
he was contacted by one of the um, kids that was kind of caught in this web uh, and wanted help. And then he got this from somebody else and said, if you just send this to um, uh, Terry, she'll leave you alone. And it's a, okay. I was confused about that. I was confused about the, how that was, how this information was obtained. And if I remember them saying, if you send it to Terry, she'll leave you alone. That means that that was the, that was the ultimate threat. Mm -hmm. Right. I know who you are. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's silence. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Never mind. I wasn't, I was confused on that. Continue. Uh, and, uh, I think there is some, some vagueness around how they actually do get this, though. Mm-hmm. Um, at one point, it, I don't know if it's the follow-up or if it's in this documentary, uh, they talk about it being hacked. Mm-hmm. Um, how they had to have hacked the um, the server, I guess, for um, to him to get this information. Because in that zip file was uh, a whole lot of stuff. And then later on, they revisit it, like, uh, and there's this uh, file that had a whole bunch of his personal mm-hmm. things where things then really start kind of, um, spiraling. Together, yeah. Um, David Farrier says, or the, so their lawyers or whatever say that whatever, so at some point, David D'Amato must have switched servers yeah. or something. And that's when he made that self stuff probably accidentally pump. available. Right. Mm-hmm. But they said, you can find it through a Google search. Yeah. Like it's just available to anyone publicly. Yeah. So, um, yeah, they do, they do say that, but like of anything, not that I'm going to be siding with David D'Amato on, most mm-hmm. anything here today. Um, there is a, something a little bit shady about all of that because he seems like he's been so, um, uh, he's been <laughs> in a weird way. I know we're talking about a documentary in which he was very sloppy about things, um, but very particular about a lot yeah. of stuff. Mm-hmm. It just seems like a, well, I, I guess it's also yeah. an easy mistake to make. We think you, you like piss off enough people, like somebody's going to do something. Yeah. Like, I don't think everyone's just going to be like, oh, he's threatening me. Like, there's nothing I can do. And if you've got computer skills or a friend that does, it's like, I'll hack you back. And also the power of the the filmmakers have resources, too. Mm -hmm. And ultimately, this was bought bought and released by HBO. Yeah. Um, So it's, you know, I think there is a little bit of... of a fuck you-ness to David Farrier where it's like, he you were threatening to me. Yeah. You yeah. said all sorts of homophobic things. He's like, if you're going to be a bully, I'll bully you back. I'll yeah. bully mm-hmm. you harder, you know? Yeah. So they don't really state that position in the movie, but right. you, I get that feeling. Yeah. And that's partly what this is, you yeah. know? And immediately, too. Yeah. Like, hey, could, you mind if I maybe do it? Shut the fuck up. And then he's yeah. coming out. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> well, then it turns out he was an assistant principal at a high school. The yeah. guy, David D'Amato, who's behind all of this. Mm-hmm. And another thing I wish they'd gone into is contact one of these schools. And, like, he was fired from eight – or he worked at eight schools in ten years. And mm-hmm. I would love to, like, have a little bit – I mean, part of me, like, maybe it's, there's nothing interesting there. He just was terrible. Cause I'm thinking, well, if you're a multimillionaire, you're independently wealthy. How good are you probably at your job? Mm-hmm. Cause you just don't care. But then part of me is like, is he tickling people? Cause I just, yeah. he, that's yeah. all he does is tickle. So I'm like, yeah, how's he tickling there? Yeah. Wherever he goes, he must be tickling. I just imagine he just kept getting fired because he's spending all of his time tickling, not teaching. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, just, uh, making cards to send to people. Yeah, you're right. Um, just, that was you know, just calling out and, and, or just not showing up or showing up late. Um, to the point where it's just like, I just can't hold down these two jobs. He might have also, I, I saw, I forget what the dates were because you do get to see his resume. Yeah. Um, but I forget. I forget what the dates that he was employed at the different schools were. I think like the went the ten years that he bounced around from eight schools was in like the late nineties ish. Mm-hmm. Um, but he maybe he didn't have the money yet because yeah. yeah. Spoiler, but his daddy was very rich mm-hmm. and he inherited millions. Oh, of when dollars. he died, you're right. Yeah. yeah, so it might have been 
he may not have been that wealthy yeah. until yeah. later. I think that makes sense. 2014 when his uh, mom died, he inherited millions. Um, and yeah, like we said, his his dad was um, quite wealthy. Oh, and how um, unjust that like the guy whose dad's going to give millions of dollars like is just like a tickle guy. Didn't mm-hmm. do anything good. Like could have like done yeah. so much. It's like just blow it on like tickling videos. Yeah. Who's the person that recently died? Millionaire, multimillionaire, left all their money to a cat. To their cat. I don't know, but that's. I don't know. What's the cat going to do? With it? Yeah, <laughs> like, that doesn't exactly. make any sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I don't know, but that sounds like the plot to the Aristocats. <laughs> so, like I'm wondering if that's what you're thinking of. <laughs> yeah. And those cats um, did inherit that money in the Aristocats. Huh. Like, isn't that like the finale of the film? Uh, spoiler alert. <laughs> spoiler alert. They do get the money. Huh. I haven't seen it. Yeah, I don't, I don't think. Oh, or if I did, it's been worth. a long time. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely watch the Aristocats. <laughs> um, yeah, so he gets, um, he gets busted. And the sentencing, terrible. It's yeah. A terrible, terrible sentence. Uh, the judge somehow, for some reason, probably just money and a really good lawyer, as they do kind of say, um, takes pity on him. Uh, no restrictions, no internet ac- or uh, no restrictions on internet access, no real prison time. Lived at a halfway house while studying to be a lawyer. Yeah. Um, all okayed by the judge. Um, uh, and the different documents include nothing about tickling. Uh, mm-hmm. It's basically just like computer fraud and um, abuse, something like that. He's also using the social security numbers of dead, dead people. people. Yeah. Yeah. You think that yeah. would have harsher sentencing? Yeah. Hmm. Oh, it'd be crazy. Someone out there is like Terry DeSoto's like daughter and is like, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now she's got this weird Winning tickle. Like, yeah, the yeah. good DeSoto name. Like, yeah. now you, you got like good this. we've done. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we're headed to Muskegon, which was it Michigan? Where was Muskegon? Do you remember? Uh, I thought it was Michigan. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're talking with Jordan, one of the tickle recruiters out there. I'm a tickle um, recruiter. Yeah, he's a tickle recruiter. Hey, everybody. Um, and giving away thousands of dollars to these uh, to these kids. Uh, now they're targeting M- MMA fighters, trying to get them to force a submission from tickling or something. And I love this just little bit of the interview. And he's like, I'm not going to fucking do that. Yeah, I'm not going to tickle fucking that. nuts. Yeah. Nuts. No fucking way. Fucking fucking. Um, uh, <clears throat> yeah. So he does talk about like that. You mentioned Rob uh, offered one kid was offered a 2014 Chevy Cruze mm. and $30,000, like a friggin' Wheel of Fortune prize. Mm. Um, <laughs> To tickle. Uh, yeah. I mean, I can understand why you do it, because, like, I'm sitting here, even in the thing, I was like, oh, yeah, like, not necessarily the 2014 Jimmy Cruise, but, like, <laughs> the, uh, like $30,000, like, to be tickled. Like, yeah. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, if it was really just that, and, like, I think the thing that sucks is, is like, the, the blackmailing, obviously, but, yeah. like, I could definitely see how, like... Okay, that's like a tempting offer. Like, oh, yeah. I think I do way worse things for thirty thousand dollars. Yeah. Like, agreed. Just like be tied mm-hmm. up and let me tickle your feet. Like, mm-hmm. all right. Like, what? Yeah. Like, sure. Thirty thousand dollars. And not only that, but you can also talk to anybody in your life and justify yeah. why you did it. Like, no one's gonna judge you. Oh yeah, everyone yeah. I know. Like, if they're like, here's me saw this like weird video of you being, like, tied down and tickled. I'd be like, yeah, yeah. I made thirty grand. People would be like, holy shit, how do you like it? I'll be tickled. Yeah, like. Give me a feather. Yeah, give me like <laughs> step onto my this. boat. I'll tell you all about. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Take this cruise, like yeah. I like I can't imagine. I I guess I was confused that you even had to pay somebody that much. Yeah, like I think he was overpaying. Like I don't think he's a good businessman. <laughs> yeah, did he just start like at a thousand overselling? Yeah. yeah, you work your way up, mm. but like that's so I much guess money. When you have so much money. 
doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like, you can just give them an offer that they're just not going to refuse. Yeah. Where you don't have to, mm-hmm. like, just, I want to cut to the tickling. Because <laughs> get straight it's down to the tickling. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want any time wasted with haggling. I just want the, I just want to get cut to the tickling. But he's not even doing the tickling. Because it's the control. It's not the tickling. I, the tickling's a red herring. That's the word yeah. I was looking for He's before. just sitting, like, jigsaw. Yeah. In a, in a room full of TVs. There are people that, like, get off on, I know there's people that do... Like a, a webcam people that mm-hmm. like get sent money just for basically doing nothing, just yeah. for being desired. Um, so there are guys out there that get off on like, my wife doesn't know it, but I'm going to buy, you know, this girl shoes from yeah. Amazon wishlist. God, or tell me where that was. <laughs> <laughs> like, but, uh, wow. It seems like this kind of thing, it's similar because it seems like unprovoked. He had favorite boys who were in the videos mm-hmm. and then started sending them extra yeah. money. Mm-hmm. Like the guy says, like Asians and redheads, they always got yeah. favored. Um, which is like, that seems like a masochistic thing to me, which we do. He is yeah. masochistic, but he's also so, I don't know. Yeah. It's like a, a conflicting well, thing. Yeah. I mean, there's something sad about this man. I mean, obviously, but like, I mean, I don't really pity him too much, but I, I think there is something like about tickling that is very like childlike mm. and innocent. Yeah. And like, I'm not a psychologist, but I feel like between like the bullying and then, I mean, I'm assuming mm. he's gay. Yeah. I, I think there's just some sort of like self-loathing and some sort of like sexuality that got stunted at like an early age. Yeah. I wish he would like talk more to people about like yeah. who he is because it just seems like what's like a very innocent but still like very intimate thing like tickling like tickling yeah. really is like you wouldn't tickle somebody you don't know and if you right. did people would be like oh you're flirting with them like yeah so there is something there that's like i think he is like but there's also the plausible deniability of like i'm not gay i just like tickling and okay. i think that's like the self-loathing although he never gay. says i like tickling he never even he never did terry well we know he's terry and we yeah. know terry like cannot stop like the yeah. internet is made and she's like tickling yeah. <laughs> <laughs> must find first it first thought first thought um <laughs> yeah God, how long did he sit in the darkness <laughs> One thinking about tickling before mm. the internet, just like dreaming of tickling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, before, like was he <laughs> just like just one hang day? <laughs> hang it, go into gyms mm-hmm. uh, and just throwing notes at people, <laughs> uh, throwing offers or putting them on like um, uh, telephone poles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's probably what. You'd, yeah, or just, like, like ad- those little pull down strips, uh, personal ads, maybe. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so this guy that they're talking to, Jordan, um, is, uh, just... Tickle pimp? Yeah, tickle pimp. Um, talking about how they would have these tickle parties, uh, where they basically book a room, hang out, eat, play, drink, smoke, and then they just, like, rush through a bunch of tickling videos. (laughs) (laughs) And collect their money and get out of there. Um, those videos, at least, it seemed like they were having fun. fun. Yeah. yeah. Like, they were, like, hanging out, and they were yeah. like, this is ridiculous. Do it, do it, do it, do it. Yeah. But yeah. they're at least, like, they're genuinely laughing. Yeah. yeah. Like, this it's, is so stupid. Well, yeah. no one's being tied down. Right. Like, it's like, yeah. it's like, it would be like if somebody came up to one of you and your friends and you're like, hey, I'll give you both $30,000 mm. to tickle each other. And you'd yeah. be like, well, you're my friend. I know you. Like, this is weird. Like, let's do it. Like, yeah, yeah. Let's get drunk and let's like tickle. And it's probably oh. fun. I mean, who doesn't love a little fun? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh God. I will give you $30,000 <laughs> for you to tickle. Um, yeah. So, and he's talking about it. He says it multiple times in different ways, how big this operation it's is. It's huge. Uh, they got places in Ohio, Michigan, 
Florida. It's worldwide. It's in um, uh, New York, yeah. London, Italy, Czechoslovakia. He must have gotten uh, fired because there's not enough hours in the day to watch all the tickling footage he's producing. Like, that must be all he does. At the end, when they're staying out his apartment, he doesn't leave for days. He's clearly yeah. watching tickling videos. <laughs> like, that's it. That's it. That's all you can do. That's all you yeah. have time for. You're running a worldwide tickling organization. Um, yeah, so... They do have one family member in there. Like, their the mom is like, "Yeah, when the boys started talking to me about this, mm-hmm. I just thought, oh no, this doesn't sound good. Yeah, doesn't sound good. Doesn't doesn't really seem like it's gonna all gonna add up to a good thing." Yeah. I do love that the mom knew though. <laughs> yeah, yeah she's just, like, yeah. "Oh, the yeah, yeah, yeah." It wasn't a secret. Yeah. It was. It was like Which I is like just that like accountability. Yeah, uh, where hey, mom. Yeah. I just got offered a whole lot of money. All I got to do is get tickled. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I was worried for the boys. I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think you should be. Um, yeah. And then they break the news to Jordan that uh, Jane O'Brien Media is probably this guy, mm-hmm. David D'Amato. Um, and that, again, the operation is worldwide. Uh, so then they go on the hunt, uh, trying to track down uh, in a Roger and me kind of way, uh, chasing D'Amato. Uh, in New York, waiting for him. They talked to a Lance. Uh, was Lance a real person, or was Lance just David? Probably David. I think it's all David. Yeah. I, I think, I think like, it's all David. Mm. He just lies and makes up his own. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the they're, the threats that, they, that they're getting, because they posted this theory online that Jane O'Brien Media is Terry DeSisto. Mm. Terry DeSisto is Jane, Jane O'Brien, O'Brien Media. Media. Yeah. Finkel and Einhorn. Um... And uh, they post it online, and then they have lawsuits coming from, like, two different or three different angles right now. Uh, so the threats are wearing the producer. They're worried that they're going to stop production. Um, they don't really say too much on that. They just kind of push forward. Um, can't find evidence that he makes money from the videos, but spends a lot on them. Uh, calls the company, and secretary dodges questions and hangs up, which is basically how all these different ways to communicate him are, are going. Mm-hmm. Um, all I'm going to... I can't tell you anything other than stay away. Yeah. <laughs> every conversation with every person is uh, is that. He's a crazy guy. <clears throat> yeah. And but, he is. But you ain't heard that from me. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so they're staking out his place, and then they finally uh, get a glimpse, tail him to Starbucks, and um, David confronts D'Amato, um, who just threatens more legal issues. Um, yeah, I love the visa thing. He's like, well, actually, you're here on a tourist visa, so you could be arrested. And the guy's like, mm, no, <laughs> you're not the only smart guy in the room, dude. Yeah. I'm here on a journalist visa. Yeah. Like, yeah. shut your mouth. I think the guy's like all bluster. <laughs> I think he really is like a very sad, lonely dude. And he's just like thinks he has power. But then it's like the Wizard of Oz. You pull it back. And it's like, oh, you're just like this little like kind of pathetic yeah. person. Yeah. Not to relate everything to Trump, but he is a little bit like Trump. Oh, yeah. He's a little too, Trumpy. Yeah. Where it's just like, just talk louder and angrier mm-hmm. than the other person. You don't actually have to listen to what they're saying. Yeah. Uh, and also, all my money comes from daddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm above the yeah. law. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. Um, yeah, and David's kind of annoyed that he was so calm. Um, he was just pushing that he was going to do this or that legally, but ultimately he was just like, yeah, and got in his car and drove away. So it was a little, yeah. little anticlimactic there. Um, and then he's like questioning. He's like, are they really connected? And then they find that my docs thing we were talking about, mm-hmm. uh, which is on one of the domains and accidentally made hundreds of files public. Uh, and the proof that yeah. Jane O'Brien Media is Terry DeSisto, is, is De- De- Deborah Kuhn or whatever the name was. Deborah. Um, uh, they're all, they're all him. Uh, 
Yeah, including a credit card uh, for Jane O'Brien Media, a company that doesn't really exist, more or less. Uh, congrats on the new law degree, David. Mm-hmm. Uh, he actually got that. Um, he got he got his degree, um, and he's uh, a millionaire. Did we talk about that? That was one of the reasons that his sentence was so light back in the nineties, like so he could get his law degree. But then, for, like with Fordham, but then Fordham kicked him out anyways, so right. he didn't get it then. And that also sounds like he was an older gentleman at that time. That sounds like something like a nineteen-year-old would be like, "Yeah, I fucked up. I did a lot of drugs and I crashed the car, but I'm gonna go to law school." <laughs> and the judge would be like, "Okay, as yeah. long as you're better in your life." But this yeah. guy, this is like an old man, <laughs> you know, like. We <laughs> <laughs> yeah. got it. He got the law degree. Mm. Congratulations. Yeah, congrats, David. Um, yeah, I think one of the things, uh, just going back a minute, uh, is that the, the internet savviness mm. of people, um, kind of caught up to, if not exceeded his own yeah. savviness. And I think is more or less what's, what's happening here. Um, yeah. uh, like the technology for all this stuff that he's doing and the different ways to find out who he is and all those different things, uh, just kind of outpaced him. Because uh, he was doing a lot of this stuff in the earlier days of the internet mm-hmm. in a in a situation or in a world where not too many people were online, or yeah. if they were, they're doing very simple things. Um, so he seemed, especially if he can do those things like email bombs, he he his um, savvy just kind of had a an a, 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 yeah. a shelf life, I guess. Yeah. Um, so then everybody started catching up with him. Uh, yeah. So we do find out as we discussed that he is a um, now a lawyer. Uh, he's a millionaire. Uh, his expenses are paid by a trust established by his father, and he inherited millions from his mom's death in 2014. Uh, so, yeah, they just uh, keep digging into this a little bit more. Uh, one of the law offices that sent one of the letters, um, they contact that person. They're like, yeah, we sent one, but we didn't send any of this other shit, and we didn't agree that people could use our address yeah, as, as their um, legal counsel address, anything like that. Um, so... David is doing a whole bunch of stuff using this other law's um, law office's name. Um, calls Dorothy, David's sister, as we talked about, uh, where she basically says that... I thought it was his stepmom. Or stepmom, yeah. yeah. Okay, um, yeah. Stepmom. Yeah. Uh, can't believe he's never stopped. Thinks he has sp- split personality. Uh, never had a girlfriend. Not sure if he's gay or asexual. Um, uh, saying his dad would be upset. He got picked on all the time. Mom was overprotected, got locked in a locker. Oh, and, I loved that. I was yeah. like, got locked in a locker. Like, yeah. that actually happened to somebody. Uh, Not just in a movie. And they threw him out of school as a teacher. Um, and yeah. she, he later sued her for $40 million. Oh, he did? Yeah. 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 Um, but in the, they talk about that. Do they talk about that in the follow up? In the follow up. I, I didn't even see there was a follow up. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, I gotta go home. Um, um yeah. Yeah, she, he's, so he is, he died. Not to cut to too much of a spoiler, but oh, David D'Amato is dead now. Oh, well then, fuck you, David <laughs> D'Amato. Yeah. Yeah. You piece of shit. Um, <laughs> after us for this. Yeah. Well, apparently they can. Well, apparently the, in, New, in New York State, the lawsuit still stands for right now, even though the even plaintiff though is deceased. deceased. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm sure it won't go very far. It's not going to go but, far. Yeah. Yeah. What, it's, it's not liable <clears throat> to give your opinion on somebody. Like, right, yeah. Uh, after this podcast gets released, we're going to get a, uh, I'm going to get a phone message. It's just basically like, if you are receiving this message, you are a known associate of Mike Marbach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
And he just, from the dawn of the internet, has just been the tickle man. Mm-hmm. Got in on the ground floor. Yeah. yeah. That was um, what shocked me, I think, the most, was it was never anyone else. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, except for the other legit, except for the other. Yeah, other people do it, but yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I'm just saying, like, in terms of, like, the fact that there'd be, like, this one person from the beginning that seemed, that everyone was aware of, yeah. even the guy who made the video. Right, right. Like, They're like, this Terry chick won't yeah. shut up in the forum. Yeah. 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 Yeah, other people clearly do this and are interested in it, but mm-hmm. just to be so utterly like dominated by mm-hmm. this one guy. Mm-hmm. Um, in the end, uh, he was only found guilty of computer fraud and abuse, um, and had an office uh, at Lo- at Long Island Law Firm where he was uh, called a senior legal consultant. Um, and after the on camera confrontations, uh, threats ceased uh, against the uh, filmmakers uh, and Jane O'Brien Media. Still in biz, uh, according to this uh, this mm. documentary. Um, there was a follow up. Rob, you saw it. Yes, I just I, I had not seen it before, but I watched it for the first time last night. Yeah. Uh, what were your thoughts? Um, it was great. So I had, I saw footage after I thought it was footage from when it premiered at the Sundance Film Festival. There's long cell phone video footage of uh, that guy Kevin. First of all, showed up to. It turned out to be the Los Angeles premiere of the movie and caused a big shitstorm. Yeah. Um, turns out David D'Amato was also there in the audience and sat through the whole movie. Oh man, masturbating um, furiously. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Every time a tracking yeah. comes up. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so, uh, it turned into quite the shitstorm. Like there was, it was very tense. Luckily, everyone in the theater had also seen the movie, so the audience was like on the film side, you know? They knew he was villainous. But, uh, so the filmmakers behind Tickle, David Farrier and Dylan Other Guy. Dylan Other Guy. Um, they, uh, made a 20 some minute follow up called The Tickle King, uh, where they cover like what's been going on since the movie, because there's been extra lawsuits and they have Mm. a lot of footage from that particular screening where David was I mean, it's just an, it's just so uncomfortable yeah. to watch. Oh, I gotta watch yeah. it. And he sits there with a, a, a tub of popcorn mm-hmm. and just is eating and missing his mouth um, mm. uh, as he's as he's watching this. Uh, and yeah, that Kevin guy is the one that's a little bit more pushy and confrontational about things. Mm. Um, uh, and it's there that I noticed that his argument is that. Um, he doesn't want what they do to be seen as pornography, which I think is because apparently the they had 17 year olds yeah. in it. So I think that's his main concern. But David is, you don't get anything from David again, even yeah. though he's there and he's a willing participant in this. I mean, he doesn't do the Q and a, but he sits down like, uh, 
you know, angrily yeah. to sit and watch the Q and A portion. And, um, the only thing you get from him is like, you, my friend are really gonna really yeah. need to learn the law because yeah. this is blah, 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 blah. And it's like nothing substantial. Yeah. Doesn't mm-hmm. address the fact that he lied and had all these identities, robbed the social security numbers of dead people. Yeah. Um, sent letters to a poor old woman about her dead son, son. you know? Yeah. Um, in poem form, in poem form. It's just crazy to me because, like, he's got all this money and all this, like, prestige and he could, like, do – again, he could do anything with his life. Like, he could dedicate it to just pursuing, like, his pleasures. Mm. But he he chose to do it in such, like, a asshole, weird way. Like, mm. that, I guess that's, like I, – I wish he would be more open about, like, who he is or what he is. Like, I feel like there's actually grounds for, like, a better – almost like a fiction kind of telling of this movie of, mm-hmm. like, what leads this person to be, like – Mm-hmm. A weird villain, but like about tickling, about like the most childish, like innocent seeming thing. Like, yeah, yeah, you're paying thirty thousand dollars. You can pay somebody, a willing person, consensual, thirty thousand dollars, and do this in person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and do this in person on you know yourself. It's not even prostitution because there's no sex. Yeah, there's <laughs> no yeah. sex. Yeah, that's why I'm like, I mean, yeah, I, I think like. It's pornography in the way that, like, anything could be pornography. Mm -hmm. And, like, if you love sunsets, like, every video of a sunset is pornography to you. So, like, I I don't think it's, like, pornography in the sense of, oh, these underage boys were, like, being sexually exploited. Like, I think they were. It was clearly a sex thing, but I don't think that they're, like, traumatized in the way of, like, my teacher, like, you know, raped me or anything like that. Mm -hmm. It's, It's just, it's so, it's, the whole thing is, like, so bizarre and it also made me wonder, like, how many things like this are going on in the world. Like, it, he can't be the only person who's out there, like, making weird videos and... <laughs> or making people's lives hell yeah. digitally. Yeah. yeah. And just to have no reaction to it. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, uh... Yeah. No reaction. No anger. Mm-hmm. It's just... Well, he died. <laughs> yeah. So. God, he died. Uh, I forget. I just read about it this morning. I didn't realize he had died. But there's also an article that David Farrier and Dylan, other guy, I wish, I'm so sorry, I don't know his name, uh, wrote, uh, to follow up after his death. Cause apparently there was a lot of speculation on the, on Twitter that like, we don't believe it. We don't think he really died. Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. this, so yeah. Stop paying attention. But they came out and they were like, no, we, we saw the birth, we saw the death certificate. <laughs> we saw the body. <laughs> yeah. I was like, whoa. We did not see the body. So. <laughs> Check the the social security number on that death certificate. Yeah. <laughs> the next documentary is going to be them at the graveyard, just mm-hmm. staking out the graveyard, yeah. waiting for him to come back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, I, I guess my final thing would be, like, I'd love to have talked, and maybe now that he's died, they will be able to talk to more of the guys, because it seems like he did, I mean, again, terrible person, but it seems like I'd wonder if overall this was a net positive for more people than a net negative. Because it seems like he harassed, like, a few people. They found them. And maybe he harassed everybody. It's mm-hmm. not clear. But then the flip side of that is, are there some, like, boys out there who, like, I got $30,000. I paid for my education. And all I did was make a tickle video. Like, mm-hmm. I wonder if there are people out there who are like, this changed my life. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I, I went to L.A. I tickled some guy. It was weird. Like, whatever. And, like... I'm actually in a better place. So yeah. I'd be kind of interested to yeah. see that. The Jordan guy even talks about it. He's like, you know, 
people our age, we're out here, uh, we don't really have much money. We need, we need the money. There are some guys that are like selling their sperm. Yeah. Uh, and selling their plasma. Um, some guys are We're doing a friggin' tickle video. Yeah, that's my thing. It's like, it's not, it's not like you're gonna make somebody do something really horrible. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. It's like tickling. It's kind of funny and pathetic. Like, no offense. <laughs> but like, it's, it's like, it's like weird that you pay someone. It's a little pathetic. You pay somebody $30,000 to yeah. be tickled. And it's easy to laugh at that person. Yeah. Is what I guess I'm trying to say. So mm-hmm. it just seems like, I wonder, like, I, I'd, I'd, I'd take the money, like $30,000. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it would change. I mean, that's could be life changing. That's For a sure. lot of money. Mm-hmm. Shit. All over tickling. Less. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> less even. Um, any, uh, any, any final thoughts on Um, David, on other David, on, uh, Dylan, some other guy, uh, or the film itself or the idea of tickling? Just the mere thought (laughs) of the tickle. I, I like it because I think it's what I like about, what I like about it as a fetish is that. It's like BDSM because there's control and submission, but it's so like, I know some people are terrified of tickling, like yeah. it triggers some people, yeah. but I, my associations with tickling have always been affectionate. Since yeah. Like it's so cute yeah. almost. Like, yeah. yeah. That was my thing. Like it, I, I agreed. Like I'd never thought about that way, but I was like, yeah, this is kind of like adorable. Like, yeah. and I think like everybody, I mean, has been like, I think I want to say, like, tickling is actually a gateway to, like, that kind of, like, sexual activity for a lot of people. Like, I'm thinking, like, when you're younger, like, ooh, we're, like, tickling each other. It's, like, this very, like, Mm -hmm. age-appropriate way to, like, explore Mm -hmm. each other's nannies. Yeah. Um, So I was like, yeah, I guess I can kind of – I do see this. Like, so that was interesting to me. It was like, okay, I I understand the tickling thing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, I think that's what I like about it, though, is that it's instead of inflicting pain on someone else, even though that's consensual, too, and I would never judge yeah. it. Um, I think I like that it's so much like people are literally laughing. Laughing, <laughs> instead yeah. Instead of like, like, yeah. that's that's fun. Yeah. It's, it's kind of charming and silly and fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, li- I, I, I dig this as a fetish, just not from Jane O'Brien media. No. Where no one's enjoying them. Everyone yes. looks uncomfortable. Right, and I yeah. think that takes away, for me, what was like some of the delight of the dick. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Like, when, like, yeah, there were a few of those videos where, like, the guys were tickling each other and they were just clearly, like, having so much fun. And you're like, oh, I want to have fun. Like, that seems <laughs> yeah. fun. Like, yeah. But yeah, the, versus, like, the uncomfortable, like, I'm tying you to a mat and, like, we're all going to sit all over you. And, like, that mm-hmm. seems oppressive again. And, like, yeah. and yeah, for some people that might be, like, what they're looking for. But yeah, the lighthearted side of it mm-hmm. was yeah. cute. Um, as far as the documentary goes, I think they could have, like, really trimmed a lot. I thought yeah. it was a little long. Because yeah. at the end of the day, I think the story was like, hey, there's a guy, he's like paying people to tickle and he's not who he says he is. And I like, it didn't seem like, I, I'm surprised they pulled an entire documentary yeah, out of it. Yeah, this could have been like short subject to me. It or, could have been like a 20 minute YouTube video. Right. Yeah. Trim it down to 20 minutes, but then actually take the time to go interview people that worked with David at, at the schools that he worked with. Yeah. Interview more of the actors. Like there's pieces that are missing from it and mm-hmm. pieces that are just like, all right, we've been watching them wait in this car for him yeah. for yeah. a long time. Yeah. It, yeah. it didn't feel like particularly like deeply delved into. And part of that might be like the lawsuits and just the inaccessibility. But like, I, I felt like there, it was sort of like a good video of like a pitch of like a documentary you wanted to make. But mm-hmm. I felt like it was a little <laughs> bit incomplete of yeah. like, it never attempted to like get into like, I don't know, deeper, deeper past the surface. Like they never tried to do any sort of like understanding of like yeah. who this guy was. Mm-hmm. It was just like, who is he? And it was like, 
well, it's, it's just this guy. And he's just a rich gonna, guy. He's not going to tell us anything. Yeah, now he's not yeah. going to. Now he's dead. But yeah. but even when he was alive, he just refused. Yeah, just didn't want to yeah. talk about it. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it was interesting. Yeah. Um, I think there's like more interesting documentaries. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. Uh, and maybe we'll talk about them on the Water Cooler podcast. Oh, maybe. Uh, if you uh, happen to be listening listening to this and you have not seen this uh, Tickled documentary, you can find it on Hulu right now. And the follow-up, uh, Tickle King, I think it's called, uh, can be found on YouTube uh, currently. So check those out if you've, uh, now that you have, 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 have had everything spoiled for you. Um, all right. Uh, let's just do a quick round of plugs and then we're done. Kirsten, what do you got coming up? Uh, I have coming up, I am in the uh, improvised musical Thank You Places every mm-hmm. Saturday at 8 p.m. Um, at the Philly Improv Theater in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Rob. Yeah. When's the sale? Uh, probably tomorrow. Oh, cool. Um, then uh, the future is going to be at Fit uh, Friday night at mm-hmm. ten. Um, March fifteenth. Six fifteenth. Yes, March fifteenth. March fifteenth, ten p.m. Theater dot com. You can buy your tickets. Yeah. Uh, and the future is an old uh, Philly Improv Theater house team that is no more because a bunch of us live all over the country. And, uh, but all the six of us are coming together to do a show Friday night. And then we're going to going to, uh, Penn State main campus on Saturday to do a show. Mm-hmm. Oh, awesome. Uh, this is Mike. You can follow me on Twitter at Mike Marbach. Uh, you can follow Water Cooler on Twitter at W-O-O-D-E-R-C-O-O-L-E-R. Um, and you can go to watercooler.com for this podcast and others. We're going to be doing other, um, pop culture things, uh, each week or so on this podcast. If you are a Game of Thrones person, check out Stark Raven Mad. That comes back tomorrow as well. Uh, as Killing Eve, uh, we do a podcast for Killing Eve called Eavesdropping, uh, <laughs> where that will be, uh, out, uh, as well. So if you, uh, watch that show or you don't, um, check out the podcast in any case, cause it's a good time. Um, thank you, Rob. Thank you, Kirsten. Thank you all for listening. Bye.